The Chestin Podcast. Hello, 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 everyone out there. Yes, this is The Chestin Podcast. I am your host, Chestin. All right. How's everybody doing out there? I know that I'm probably like a week late, but Memorial Day weekend, the previous weekend was so busy for me. I didn't really have enough time. So much was going on, so I didn't really have enough time to shoot an episode, but I made sure I was going to make time to shoot one um, this week. So you're going to get two episodes this week on Tuesday. So we're just going to go ahead and shoot this one. This one is for the week of May 22nd to May 28th. Those are the hot topics, um, the week of the hot topics we're going to be going over. Um, But before we get into the hot topics, I just want to, you know, shout a few things out, you know, take a time out to just, you know... Some things I've been uh, seeing, but not really, they're not really big stories, but some things that, you know, just been popping up. So this week, for the week of May 22nd to May 28th, Taylor Swift, she adds Ice Spice to her song Karma. And um, Ice Spice, she happened to join Taylor Swift on stage in New Jersey for her heiress tour. Um, Taylor, she says Ice Spice is the one to watch, quote unquote. So I guess she's saying like she's the next best um, female uh, rapper. Well, I won't say the, the next best female rapper, but she's just saying like she's doing her thing. She's coming up and she's one to watch. And I agree. I agree. Um, Ice Spice. I won't say I'm the hugest, the biggest fan of Ice Spice. Um, took me a minute to get used to her, her flow, her rap, but I do like her confidence. I do like that she, you know, went to Nicki Minaj as, you know, I, you know, as, can you mentor me? Can you help me out? Like she didn't go, you know, she didn't go to her arrogantly demanding a, a future or anything like that. She went at Nicki Minaj the, you know, she came at Nicki Minaj the correct way. So shout out to Ice Spice, and as you can see, it's paying off. Um, Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, she really doesn't do hip hop features. The only one I know that she did do for sure, for sure, was when she did that song with um, Kendrick Lamar. Bad Blood, that was pretty dope, the remix. And she also did that one song, um, I forgot what it's called, but it's Futuring Future. I like that song too. But um, this is actually her first time collabing with a female rapper. So um, so congratulations to Ice Spice, you know, seeing, you know, just seeing her doing her thing, blowing up. And also what happened um, this week, Nicki Minaj, uh, she ha- hopped on Sexy Red's Pound Town remix. If you guys have not heard that remix, uh, okay. Let me let me before I get into the remix. Okay, so sexy red, n- nothing against her. The song is cute. Uh, well, I, okay, the song it went viral, so I see why you know everybody, especially the Gen Zs, love it. Um, once again, I'm not too crazy about sexy red, but Nicki Minaj on that remix made that like, of course, you, you know, Nicki Minaj on any remix makes it her song, but. You guys, if you have not heard the remix to Pound Town, you need to check it out. It's so good. Um, shout out to Nicki Minaj once again, running circles, you know, in her lane. But um, and also in speaking of Nicki Minaj and Ice Spice, they're joining the Barbie soundtrack. The you know the movie, the official Barbie movie is about to come out with uh, Margot Robbie playing Barbie and Ryan Gosling playing Ken. Um, that comes out you know, at the end of this month, actually in June. So. Um, but, um, when the movie was even, you know, the whole was even announced that it was going to be done and who was going to be on the soundtrack, all you heard of was Dua Lipa. So they really like did not include Nicki Minaj in the beginning. I don't know what happened. 
Um, it was a smart move because that's pretty much Nicki's brand. If anybody knows Nicki Minaj, anybody that's a fan of Nicki Minaj, even, you know, she calls her fans the Barbs. I am a Barb. So it, it, it all stems from Barbie. So it makes sense that Nicki Minaj is on the Barbie soundtrack. That's what I'm saying. Um, but anyways, so she has a song on the Barbie soundtrack with Ice Spice. And it happens to sample Aqua's Barbie Girl. Um, anybody knows that that you know that hit back in the 90s that i'm a barbie girl that's the song that they're going to be sampling can't wait to hear it um i even want to like <laughs> this is kind of weird but i even want to check out the the barbie movie i just want to see what it's about it looks like it's going to be funny um isa ray's in it so i just want to see what it's going to be about but anyways um shout out to Nicki minaj and ice spice once again doing their thing uh, moving on who saw the little mermaid on memorial day weekend i'm, I'm sure uh, like I'm, millions of people went to go see it. Um, everybody I know, uh, like friends, went to go see it. Um, I did see it. I did love it. Um, Holly Bailey did her thing. She was the Little Mermaid. She was Ariel. It was perfect, perfect role. You know, casting. She she did it. She's a star. Shout out to her. And she sung the hell, you know, the heck out of those songs, all those songs. Um, but for me. The person that stole the show, like that stole the movie, was Ursula, Melissa McCarthy. Like she, she killed that role. She was Ursula. I give her her props. Like she made that movie so good. Just she acted, she embodied Ursula. It was just so crazy just to see it in you know um, live action form um, versus the cartoon because I remember the cartoon. But overall, the movie, it was good. And it was cool to see a lot of live action stuff, but there was a lot of key moments and a lot of key parts from the original that um, that they changed or they switched over, which kind of made it um, kind of lack. I'm not even going to lie. Uh, somebody I know very close to me told me that they thought it was boring. Uh, <laughs> I didn't think it was boring. I mean... I didn't think... There was just a lot lacking. Like, okay, well, I'm not going to do no spoiler alerts. If you have not seen the movie, I, I mean, I suggest you see it. If you have seen The Little Mermaid, you should see it. Um, Holly Bailey, like I said, Holly Bailey did her thing. Shout out to Holly Bailey. And I know that movie is like, by now, has broken. It's broken records. Like, it's like, uh, last time I saw it broke, I think it's like past the 300 million mark worldwide that it's made. And it's only been like a week and a half, I think, that it's been out. So, I mean, shout out, like I said, Holly Bailey did your thing. Melissa McCarthy, you killed it as Ursula. Everybody did a good job. It was a great movie. Um, I suggest you go see it if you have not seen it. Um, but that's basically, you know, uh, the quick little things I wanted to throw out there before we got into these hot topics for the week of May 22nd to May 28th. Okay, so let's just get right into it. Page Six reports Mike Tyson claims he heard Jamie Foxx was hospitalized after suffering a stroke. Okay. Mike Tyson, he clarified that he was not sure whether it's true or not. So he for sure does not know what happened to Jamie Foxx. But um, Jamie Foxx has what we do know is Jamie Foxx. Um, he was he uh, was he was set up to portray Mike Tyson in an in an upcoming biopic series. But his casting is now up in the air because of. Whatever happened, I don't even want to say it was a stroke. I'm just going to say allegedly a stroke because we don't even know for sure, for sure what he was hospitalized for. It's very hush-hush, which makes it even more interesting to me. Like, what, why is why are they covering this up? 
But I mean, it's going to come out sooner or later. But anyways, keep, you know, going um, keeping on with the story, Jamie, um, he has been reportedly receiving medical care in Chicago at one of the top physical rehabi- uh, rehabilitation centers in the country. OK, now listen to this. The facility is said to specialize in stroke recovery, traumatic brain injury rehab, spinal cord injury rehab and cancer rehabilitation. So it's I mean, that's what the clinics, you know, he's being seen there, you know, so that's what the clinic um, specializes. The facility specializes in. So it's one of those four things. Um, I don't want to, <laughs> I'm just going to, uh, I mean, I, I don't have to repeat it. You guys heard what it, right? It was stroke recovery, traumatic brain in, injury rehab, spinal cord injury rehab, and cancer rehabilitation. I hope he doesn't have any of those. I really don't. Um, prayers up for, to Jamie Foxx. I wish people would just stop speaking on it if they really don't know or if they have not spoken to him. Um, give him time. I'm sure he's going to come back. Um, and I hope he says what happen or he clears it up um but for now we know he's okay he is in a facility and he is rehabilitating so that's all you know prayers up to the fox family jamie fox i hope you get better man okay moving on to the next story um once again page six reports katie perry reportedly wants to step down as a judge on american idol because she feels misrepresented by the show Okay, um, Katy Perry believes she um, she's repeatedly thrown under the bus by, by producers, so she's blaming it on the edit, as RuPaul would say. Um, she feels that they have edited the show to make her appear to be the quote unquote nasty judge, like Simon Cowell. So basically, they're trying to make her seem like she's the you know the outspoken judge with um, no feelings. Um, she's been on the show for the last six seasons. I did not know that. I don't even watch American Idol anymore, if you want me to be completely honest with you. The last season I saw American Idol was the greatest season, which was um, Nicki Minaj and Mariah Carey. Greatest season, hands down. Greatest season, hands down. And I'm not just saying because um, the bickering that, you know, the two two of my favorite, two of them, one of, you know, they're both one of my favorite artists. Like, I don't, I, I hate it that they even got into it. Because, first of all, they're both, you know, a sun sign. Nikki's a sun sign of Sagittarius. Mariah's a sun sign of an Aries. We get along better than we fight. If we, you know, Aries and Sagittarius is, and that's for everybody listening out there. Like, seriously, we get along better than we fight. And I hate it that they bumped heads because it, it really sucked. But um, that season was so good. It was pure comedy. There's, like, so much footage in that. If you ever watched that season, it's so hilarious. I'm sure you can watch it again. There's like, I think it's on Hulu, um, all the seasons. I think I'm going to go watch it, actually. And I'm thinking about it. But that's, that was the best season. Nicki Minaj gave the best advice to all the contestants. Like, she really knew what she was talking about as far as the industry and um, never put yourself in a box. Don't close yourself off to being, you know, one genre when you can be many genres. It was just very inspiring, you know, um, she gave very inspirational words to the con- contestants, you know, rather than just shooting them down. You know, she gave them, like, very good advice. And um, and I'm not going to lie, you know, seeing her and Mariah Carey, the buildup of it, Mariah Carey kept poking the bear, and then eventually Nicki Minaj exploded. But um, continuing on with Katy Perry, um, from this season, she's been accused of mom shaming a contestant, 
I guess because the contestant was on the, you know, she joined the the con, you know, she joined the competition, and I guess they're saying Katy Perry mom shamed her like into feeling bad for leaving her kids to join the competition, and also um, she bashed another contestant's outfit choice, and the whole audience booed her for that, which was like crazy. But um, an insider says Katy Perry has a unique sense of humor that may not always translate well. On camera, but she has never had any ill intent. Okay, so they're saying Katy Perry is not a mean girl. It's just the editing. So we're going to blame it on the edit. No, I'm just joking. Okay, but you know, okay, so off record, I'm going to actually, okay, so listen to this. So I had a friend that lived in California, right? A friend. And he happened to go to the VH1 um divas for troops it was like the last diva show it had like Nicki minaj Katy perry and a few other people i don't know if anybody remembers it out there um but okay so Nicki minaj and Katy perry were there i can't remember who else was there but it was like a lot of people i think kathy griffin was there it was like it was like vh1 divas but they were doing it for the troops they were doing it for the military it was pretty dope okay but my friend that lived in L.A., because in L.A., when you live in L.A., you can go to all those tapings. Like, you basically can just stand in line and, you know, once they reach capacity, they cut off the line. You can no longer enter. So it's basically like free seating. They just want to fill up the the seats. They want to fill up the, you know, the crowd. They want to make it look like, you know, like make it look good. So anyways, my friend told me, well, my former friend, I, don't, I haven't talked to him in like years, but he told me that... When behind the scenes, when he met um, Katy Perry, he said Katy Perry was a, a B, allegedly. I'm going to say that. He told me that she was not nice. She, she was like a B because he asked her to take a photo and she kind of got like snarky, like a smart remark. But he did tell me that Nicki Minaj was sweet. He said that she had no issue taking a photo with him when he asked her. He said that she would Nicki Minaj was going off on like the the paparazzi, the photographers in the back, but she wasn't going off on fans. Like she was taking pictures with fans who asked, but he said Katy Perry refused to take a picture. She actually did. She she refused to take a picture with him. So, is Katy Perry a mean girl? I don't know. But I'm just wanted to give you guys that little backstory. But continuing on with American Idol, um, I don't know if you guys saw in the news the season eighteen winner. See, this is I have I didn't even watch season eighteen. This is crazy. But season eighteen winner, her name is Just Sam. Um, she is back to performing in subway stations in New York City. I don't know if you guys saw that on the news. Uh, it was so sad to see, but um, Just Sam says, "quote unquote," um, she was disappointed in herself for allowing herself to fall so low after winning. But I mean. There's a lot of winners from these shows that you don't you don't see, which is crazy to me. Like, there's a lot of winners from American Idol that I... Jordan Sparks, where is she? But I, I mean, I can't even say that because I guess she's a songwriter. She's doing her things behind the scenes. But I'm just saying, like, compared to, like, Kelly Clarkson, she blew up. Like, the big American Idol winners to me in my head, like, the ones I see to this day is Kelly Clarkson, Fantasia... Um, winners, not, not, I was going to say Jennifer Hudson, but she wasn't a winner. She got kicked off, but she was a winner in the end. So, I mean, technically, okay. Um, and also Carrie Underwood. Those are like 
the American idols that hands down crossed over to superstardom and they're still here and they're still doing their thing. Okay. Um, the voice, another game show like the American idol. I've, there's been so many winners from that show. I have not heard seen. It's like they win and disappear. I'm not even trying to be funny. Okay. But, um, you know, prayers up to just Sam. It's sad to see, you know, somebody win, you know, you know, um, achieve something so high and then, you know, have to lose it all and start back at the beginning. It's really sad. But, um, you know, fame is not for everybody. You know, um, con- these contests, these public eye contests are not for everybody. So um, prayers up to just Sam. Moving on. Page six reports daughter of Blank 182 drummer Tra- uh, Travis Barker and model Shanna Mokler. Um, her name is Alabama Barker. I don't know if you guys have seen her. Um, she has been sharing short snippets of her quote unquote rap songs on TikTok. Okay. Um, critics have been they have been slamming her for rapping. Um, Alabama replied, quote unquote, she says, I'm tired of people saying I don't know anything about rap music. I wasn't raised around rap music. I wasn't anything. So let's take a little field day into my life because you guys know it so well. And then after she said that, she shared photos, which she posed next to some of the biggest names in hip hop. Um, for example, she has a photo with Nicki Minaj, Lil Wayne and ASAP Ferg. I don't know what that has to do with her knowing how to rap. But continuing on. Um, she goes on to say that she's been influenced by her entire upbringing. Wait, okay. She goes on to say that she's been influenced by rap, her entire upbringing and punk rock. Of course, punk rock, because your dad plays punk rock. And I don't doubt that, you know, they listen to rap music. Everybody listens to rap music. All the famous people listen to rap music, which is hilarious. It's hilarious to me to see Kylie Jenner blasting, you know, rap. It's just funny, but okay. Back to Alabama Barker. Um, I heard a snippet of her music, of that little snippet where she has the red hair with the blonde streak in the front, and she's all rapping. First of all, she sounds like Lotto. We already have a Lotto, so I'm just saying she. It sounds like that's where that's the sound she's trying to go for. Um, it's not believable. Um, I just, uh, I just, um, it makes no sense to me. To be, if we're gonna be honest, your your life. I really thought, especially now that Travis got married to Courtney, I saw that they were probably trying to be like get into that Kardashian lane where they're all over. You know, the paparazzi's all in their face and they're they're known. You know, and I and that's what I think that that you know Travis Barker's kids are trying to achieve because. Man, I can go into this whole, the the whole Travis Barker, Shannon Mokler universe, Kourtney Kardashian. It's like a mess. It's crazy. It's all mixed up. First of all, uh, Travis Barker, the two kids that they share, uh, Alabama and um, Landon. Is that his name, Landon? I, I, I can't, I don't know if I'm sure, but they have a boy and a girl. And first of all, the boy and a the girl, they don't even talk to... Shanna Mokler anymore. They don't have a relationship with her. Um, so they say that she, you know, they have issues with her. I, I don't want to speak on anything. I don't know for sure, but they just don't have a relationship with their mom. And 
Shannon Mokler has definitely made it public that she is not feeling the whole Travis Barker and Kourtney Kardashian connection because allegedly she says Travis Barker used to be messing around with Kim Kardashian before he got with Kourtney. Allegedly. Now, I don't know if that's true or not, but I have seen interviews where Travis Barker was on the red carpet before he met Kourtney and he did say he wanted Kim. He was interested in Kim. That's his type of girl. That's all I'm going to say. Now, which is is creepy. Because fast forward now, when Kim was married to Kanye, Travis got with Courtney. But now, Kim is not married to Kanye. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm not trying to put the thought in nobody's head that, you know, maybe, you know, Travis will leave Courtney to get with Kim. I don't know. It's Hollywood. You never know. But... All I'm going to say is, I don't think Shannon Mokler is lying. <laughs> I don't think she's lying. And I just think she's calling out Hollywood bullshit from behind the scenes. Like, if you really want me to be real with you, I don't, I like, I believe her because she's not the only person I've heard confirm that Travis Barker allegedly was messing around with Kim Kardashian before he got with Courtney. But, anyways, um, keep it moving on. Okay, so. Oh, this hurts my heart. I hate that. This really hurt me. This probably is why I also took some time off during that week, um, last week. Uh, Tina Turner, my favorite queen of them all. And that's no disrespect to any of the queens. But I I just, for me, like the most, the person that moved me the most. And then, you know, and it was the biggest inspiration to me was Tina Turner. Like, um, she's just, she was everything. And it's not even about... Her story and what she's, a, you know, that's just a little bit of it. But just, I think why I connect with her is because her son sign is a Sagittarius and my son sign. Any, like, I, there's always going to be, like, anybody I, I that is a Sagittarius, I feel a connection with them because we're, we're, the, we're the same sign. So I don't know. I don't know if anybody else does that, but I do. Um, and then on top of that, she's born the day before my birthday. She was born on the 26th of November. I'm born on the 27th of November. So it's like. I've always felt connected to her. I don't know how to explain it. But anyways, um, Miss Turner died at 83 from natural causes at her home in Zurich. Well, near Zurich, Switzerland. Um, Tina, she gave her final farewell to her fans in the 2021 documentary Tina that was on HBO Max. It's now Max. That's what it's called. But um, if you have not seen a documentary, it's so good. Great footage. You get to see Tina in her prime um, she's always been in her prime, but I'm just saying you get to see her and, you know, the, in the beginning, just getting it and continuing on from there. But it's very inspirational. It, it basically showed you how she left with nothing and started all over again in her 40s. Like, who does that? <laughs> like, it's just so inspirational. You know, she had nothing, but she took the chance. You know, it's it's. It's faith, it's God, it's love, it's self-love, it's, I don't know, I don't know. It's determination, it's not giving up. She was all those things to me. But anyways, um, so, I did a little digging, so I had to find out what, okay, so what's been going on with Tina Turner leading up to this? Because in my opinion, when I watched that Tina documentary, it gave me the feeling like she was saying goodbye. Like she knew that um, I don't want to say she didn't have much time, but it's like she knew that she was not going to perform no more, and she was kind of just gonna 
live the rest of her life in Switzerland. The rest of her days in Switzerland. That's what it gave me. But, um, okay. So Tina, she admitted her health was in, quote-unquote, great danger just two months before her death, okay? She opened up about her battle with kidney disease. She stated on her Instagram, quote-unquote, my kidneys are victims of my not realizing that my high blood pressure should have been treated with conventional medicine, end quote. Um, she was diagnosed, uh, uh, sorry, she was diagnosed with hypertension in 1978. In 1985, she was prescribed pills she was supposed to take daily for her hypertension, um, but she did not really do so. She kind of ignored it. Um, so she suffered a stroke in 2009 due to poorly controlled hypertension. Um, Tina Turner, she stated that she disliked taking prescription pills and she convinced herself that they made her feel worse. So without consulting doctors, she replaced her medicine with homeopathic remedies okay and because of this choice doctors informed her that her kidney function had reached its all-time low she had to start dialysis okay um in january 2022 tina turner and her husband announced that um they bought a 76 million waterfront estate in zurich switzerland and they owned they already owned another estate in kushnacht that's K-U-S-N-A-C-H-T. I don't know if I said that correct, but Kushnacht. Um, and that's where Tina Turner passed. That's the estate she passed at. And, um, and it's also being reported that Tina Turner, she told Cher and Oprah that she was ready to die before passing away. Okay? So that was like, oh, my God, that hurts my heart, that Tina she knew that she was going to go but you know she lived a long life 83 is a, a you know she great a, she lived a long good life she did her thing baby she lived more lives in one life okay but um i have to read what angela bassett and beyonce their tributes to her like they're so beautiful so uh of course angela bassett she you know had to put out a statement She's the one that she she released a statement to The Hollywood Reporter, and she's the star of uh, What's Love Got to Do With It, the 1993 movie um, about Tina Turner's life. She played Tina Turner. Um, so let me go ahead and read what she said. She stated, um, this is what she says about Tina Turner, her tribute to her for The Hollywood Reporter. She starts out with, how do we say for what? Uh, sorry. How do we say farewell to a woman who owned her pain and trauma and used it? as a means to help change the world okay and then she goes on to say hold on. yeah through her courage in telling her story her commitment to stay the course in her life no matter the sacrifice and her determination to carve out a space in rock and roll for herself and for others who look like her tina turner showed others who lived in fear what a beautiful future filled with love compassion and freedom should look like okay her final words to me, for me, were, you never mimicked me. Instead, you reached deep into your soul, found your inner Tina, and showed her to the world. I shall hold these words close to my heart for the rest of my days. I am honored to have known Tina Turner. Okay. And she went on, you know, she continued on to saying that she was humbled to have been Given the chance to tell uh, Tina Turner's story, which got her, which got her an Oscar nomination, um, so she goes on to say, "So on today, 
While we mourn the loss of this iconic voice and presence, she gave us more than we could have ever asked. She gave us her whole self. And Tina Turner is a gift that will always be simply the best. Angels sing thee to thy rest, queen. And it's so sad. But Tina Turner... She, uh, hold on, let me see. They maintained a friendship over the years, even um, after filming that movie in 1993. They were, like, really close, Tina Turner. Which makes sense, because, once again, Angela Bassett's sun sign is a Leo. Tina Turner's sun sign is a Sagittarius. Everybody knows Leos and Sagittarius get along. Just putting out that, just putting that out there. And, um, hold on, I wanted to read what Tina Turner said about uh Angela Bassett. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. So prior to Tina Turner's passing, she was able to express her f- feelings of adoration um and respect for Bassett in a beautiful tribute written for Time People's mag uh, wait, sorry. Uh, for Time People, sorry. For Time Magazine's 100 most influential people of 2023 list. Okay? So she um what she says about Angela Bassett, Tina Turner, she says that she could instantly see that the young woman standing before me had strength, determination, and big, big dreams just like me. She's perfect, I said, and I was right. That's what Tina Turner wrote about um, Angela Bassett, big time. But, she, you know, shout out to Angela Bassett. That was a beautiful tribute. And then Beyonce, she wrote on her website, I just have to read it. She says, my beloved queen, I love you endless, endlessly. I'm so grateful for your inspiration and all the ways you have paved the way. You are strength and resilience. You are the epitome of power and passion. We are all so for- fortunate to have witnessed your kindness and beautiful spirit that will forever remain. Thank you for all you have done. Oh, it's beautiful. But yeah, RIP Tina. Oh, I hate that. She's she's passed. That was my girl. But she lived a good life. She did her thing. She made her mark. And there will never, I mean, we'll probably never see that again. Will we ever see that again? You know, somebody come back in their 40s and, you know, hit the number. She had a number one hit. And I think she broke the record for the oldest female artist with a number one hit on the Hot 100. The Billboard Hot 100 with What's Love Love Got to Do With It. Um, Oh, my God. It hurts my heart. All right, I'm, I'm just going to move on. Okay, so page six reports, Britney Spears confirms she met up with her mother, Lynn Spears, in L.A. That's great to see. I'm glad that she's, you know, trying to fix things between her and her mom. Um, I hope they continue to fix things between her, her and her mom. Um, uh, Britney, she revealed that they talked it out and were able to try to make things right. And they hung out for only about 30 minutes. Uh, Britney's husband was there, Sam. So it was very, um, I'm just glad to hear that she's back on, ter- you know, good terms with her mom. Like she's trying to get back in good graces with her family or trying to, well, not all her family. I mean, I'm sure she's still mad at, you know, majority of her family, but t- she's trying to get back in good, um, good, you know, good grounding with her mom. She doesn't want to be for their mom. So, I, you know, shout out to Lynn and I love me some Lynn Spears. I'm not even gonna lie. I, I am upset. With how she handled the whole conservatorship situation, but I do feel like she was blindly fo- she was blindly following Britney Spears' father, Jamie Spears. So 
I think she probably thought in the beginning that it was a good idea, that they could help their daughter. And then once it got approved, I think she quickly saw that that was not his intentions. He had other intentions. Um, that's what I, I, that's how I want to believe it. I don't know. Britney Spears knows. You know, we'll find out in the book when she releases it. Okay, moving on. Page six reports Celine Dion announced she is canceling her Courage World Tour to focus on her health. In December 2022, she was diagnosed with stiff person syndrome. This is so sad. Why, Celine? Um, for, for those of you that don't know what stiff person syndrome is, it's a rare progressive neurological disorder that can cause stiff muscles in the torso, arms, and legs, which sucks because she's a performer. So she's standing up there, and whew, I, I hope they figure that out because we want to see Celine keep going because she, she's one of... She's one of she's she can sing. She is the pipes and she's an Aries. So shout out to Celine Dion. I hope you get better. Prayers to her. That woman has been through so much and it really sucks that this is happening to her. Like, oh, hurts my heart. Moving on. Blue Ivy, who's 11, only 11 years old. She joins Beyonce on the Re Renaissance tour show in Paris. Her first show, like her first live performing show. OK, like, and it was beautiful. It was great. Keep going, Blue Ivy. Uh, you know, everybody wants to talk trash about, oh, she needs some work. It could have been better. She wasn't that great. That is a little girl. First of all, that was her first performance. And if she keeps on doing it night after night, she's going to get better. And, you know, how else are you? If it, That was her first time, her first performance in front of, like, 80,000 people. They're in the, they're not... In the auditorium, baby. They're at a stadium. Like a football stadium. A soccer stadium. Like, for real, for real. Like, people are watching. So, I, you know, I don't... I'm not gonna trash Blue Ivy. She's only 11. She's doing her thing. It's it's good to see. It's, for me, as a Destiny's Child, like, growing up from the beginning of Destiny's Child and seeing Beyonce transition into the solo artist she's become, like... For me, it's a full circle moment seeing, it's like the circle of life, you know, seeing Blue Ivy perform with her mom. Because one day, that's going to be Blue Ivy on that stage. I'm telling y'all, watch that girl. That girl wants it. She, you know, there's a fire in her that's been lit. And Beyonce is feeding that fire. And she's going to, you know, make sure that she's going to teach her. You know, I, I, I kind of wonder, is, is Beyonce teaching her the way Matthew Knowles you know, trained Beyonce. Like, I wonder if that's how hard, because if y'all don't know, Matthew Knowles used to have Destiny's Child running and singing in hills, high hills. Yes. He had them jogging and singing for breath control. That's how Beyonce is so great at running across the stage in hills and dancing and singing. Like, that's, that's why, because he had them actually, which is so smart. Like, that's one of the, I'm not suggesting, <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, I'm not suggesting, like, if you know somebody that wants to sing, I'm not suggesting, or if your daughter wants to sing or something, don't put her in heels and send her outside, you know, running and singing. Like, I'm, I'm not suggesting, I don't know, you know, but I'm just saying, it obviously paid off, because Beyonce is one of the best at what she does, period, okay? That's all I'm saying. Um, but I'm just saying, I wonder if that's how extreme she's getting with Blue, which I don't think she is. Beyonce seems like she's putting the, you know, the, the kitty gloves on Blue right now. She's giving her, like, you know, the first roundabout. But I, I do think she's going to, you know, turn up the fire when, she's, when she feels she's ready for, it, you know, for that. 
but it's good to see Blue get out there and perform, you know. Shout out to Beyonce. Um, the Renaissance, like the footage of the Renaissance tour is everything. She looks amazing. Beyonce looks amazing. I don't know how she lost either weight, but she looks amazing. She looks good. Like, not saying like I'm shocked because Beyonce always looks good, but I just I remember she was like had a little weight on her, so I you know I didn't know if she was gonna be down to her normal touring weight, which is like you know fit. You know, um, I don't want to say skinny, but like fit, you know. Um, so, I mean, she looks good. <laughs> she lost that weight is off, baby. She looks good. Mama looks good. And um, I can't wait to see her. I can't, cannot wait till she comes to the States because I feel like her shows are going to get better. You know, over that's why they do overseas shows. It's like all, It's like a test run. We're going to try this out. We're going to see how this goes. And then by the time they get, they're in their groove when they get hit the States. That's why the shows are like, oh my God, when they come here. So I can't wait to see Beyonce live at the Renaissance tour. Oh my God. I'm so excited. But anyways, that was all the topics for this week. Make sure you subscribe, share, and like on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, and YouTube. Okay. Make sure to follow the Cheston Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. A new episode will be uploaded this week, Tuesday. Don't miss it, all right? So is it going to be two episodes this week because I, you know, messed up and got lazy and did not upload one last week. So two episodes this week. So be looking out for that, okay? You guys take care of each other. Take care of yourself. All right? Thank you. Peace.